Always looking forward to chatting to Chris Rogers. As the Vicks prepare for a return to state cricket, uh, one of the great Victorians retired yesterday, Aaron Finch, from uh, Australian cricket, from international cricket. Uh, but his focus is on the return to the red ball and the white clothing tomorrow against Queensland at the Junction Oval. Chris, good morning. Yeah, morning, guys. Yeah, it was a, it was a big day for, for Finch, wasn't it? He's been a, a great servant for, for Australian cricket. And, um, yeah, it's been wonderful to see, to see his career. What a great leader as well. I think we've seen it with the, the Renegades in the BBL and hearing him mic'd up for the coverage, but he's been a great leader in Victorian cricket as well, hasn't he, and, and driven Victoria to a lot of titles? Yeah, he has. I mean, he, he he was a bit of a... I can remember when he first came along, he was you know he wasn't necessarily uh, the most professional um, young man, but he, he certainly grew as a, as a, as a, a person, as a player, and... and yeah, became a, a leader around the group. We, we probably didn't see a lot of him in the in the last few years, but um, whenever he was back, you know, he, he was always giving back to, to the group. And um, like I said, it's been an amazing career and, and, and one that he'll be immensely proud of. Will he stay involved in cricket in any way, in, in let's just say, the coaching aspect, or will you guys use him? Oh, I think he indicated that. You know, and when you have... Um, Knowledge like that, you'd be you'd be silly not to, to engage it. But I mean, I, I you know I, I assume he's going to play a little bit more T Twenty over the next few years and probably just gradually moving to, to that space. I think he talked about it. So um, yeah, the, the next evolution for him. Chris, you, you're gearing up for for Sheffield Shield and a return to that format tomorrow. Now, Glenn Maxwell's recovering from a, a fractured leg. Oh, I did see some footage of him in the nets, but um, has he been ruled out? Will he not feature? Yeah, he's been ruled out, unfortunately. Um, I was kind of hoping he could play a bit like Darren Lehman of old and, and, and walk between the wickets and stand at first slip and, and be able to play for us. But, um, but yeah, I think uh, safety first. There's still uh, um, some white ball cricket coming up for Australia. So, um, yeah, there was a, a bit of a, a view of, of um, getting him ab- absolutely right. So hopefully he'll be available for the next uh, Sheffield Shield match. All right, Hanscom away. Um, captaincy, Will Sutherland. Yeah, that, that's been a, a lot of discussion behind the scenes around around what we do. We have we have a really young group, um, and we know where you know we're on a bit of a journey, and, and we see Will as a, a medium to, to long term future uh, captain for for this state. Um, he has the pedigree, he has the attributes, and, and not only that, I think he's going to lift the system. He, um, he's the hardest trainer. Um, he's first in, last to leave. He, he sets the standards on and off the pitch, and and something that you know we really we really think is going to be a you know a, a, a boon for, for cricket in in, in Victoria because I think all the young guys coming through are going to be looking at him and 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 seeing how he goes about it and, and knowing that's the standard. Chris Rogers with us, former Australian Test opener and uh, Victorian State coach as they prepare for Sheffield Shield action against the Bulls tomorrow. No Will Pukowski either in this squad that you've named. I know he's only just returned to, to playing grade cricket. It seems like he's in a good place. Uh, is he a chance to feature in the back end of this Shield season? Uh, we're, we're taking it pretty slowly with, with Will at the moment. There's no real expectations. He's just playing um, Premier Cricket and, and um, he's been uh, working on... on on his uh, issues, I guess, and, and um, you know, he, he really just wants to see how they're going to go over the next few weeks, and if he and if he feels really comfortable with it, then then we'll uh, we'll take stock and, and decide what to do. I think. 
Chris, um, Matthew Short made a name for himself in the BBL and uh, unfortunately not for any Victorian side, but he's back. Um, can you see him, uh, hopefully, uh, using that form in the longer form? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Uh, he probably hasn't had the red ball success that he's wanted to. Um, and at times I think he, he's a little bit uncertain about how he wants to, to go about it, but Maybe with it, with all the success he's getting in the in the short format, it's going to give him a bit of clarity about you know how he wants to play. I mean, you know, there's there's a bit of talk about Basball, Dunny, and and um, I'm actually not against it, which you'd, you'd be a surprise. It's just it's you know it's it's knowing when the time is to to, to defend, but equally when you get your your chance to attack, really going for it. And and I think if that's a, a model for Shorty, that that um, hopefully will will come off. So. Um, you know, hopefully this is a a, a, a new uh, beginning for him in, in the red ball. But equally, you know, I, I think that the, the sky's the limit for him in T20 as well. I've seen him playing for Australia at some time in the near future. Uh, we haven't seen a squad, but is young Callaway playing? Callaway? Yeah, he's in. Um, I think you'll see a bit of him over the, the next few years. Uh, Danny is a exciting young prospect. You know, he... he um, I think he has attributes, you know, that, that the best do, that they, they, they're they in, they're working hard, um, they leave no stone unturned, um, bit of a perfectionist, so he's, you know, he's one of those blokes who says uh, six more, you know, when you're throwing balls to him and you'll be there for another half an hour, but um, but yeah, he's uh, he loves the game, he's, he's going to work as hard as he can, so... And he's exceptionally talented, so I expect um, you know he's going to have a, a pretty good future in the game. What about the other young blokes, Fraser McGurk and, and uh, what was his name, uh, Mackenzie Harvey? How are they tracking for long term? Yeah, I mean they're, they're working through the, um, their own games. The, the one thing it's you forget is they're kind of twenty one, twenty two, and, and you know if I cast my mind back, Dunny. Um, and you remember because you, you didn't talk to me much when I wasn't in the in the first team, which was a bit when I was younger. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, when I was when I was twenty two. That was when you were at training. Sorry, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was cut from um, from from WA, you know, and I still didn't really know my game. It wasn't until I was about twenty three, twenty four that things started to click. So um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, we put a lot of expectations on these young guys. Um, and, and sometimes it's just a bit too much too soon, but um, but they're you know that they're in there, they're working hard, and, and hopefully they'll get their success soon. Marcus Harris has had a pretty frustrating summer, I would have thought. He, he basically followed the Australian team around without being considered for Test cricket, and then Matt Renshaw came into the squad for Sydney and usurped him for a spot in the team. How's Marcus going as he now prepares for a block of Shield games and a chance to show everyone what he can do at the level? Um, I actually think he's pretty good. It was it was interesting when I when he, um, you know, he missed out on that tour. I, I sent him a message and and just asked how he was going. And actually, he was pretty upbeat because he just wanted to play. You know, and I think he felt that if he went to India, he'd just be sitting on the pine, um, running drinks. So, um, from his point of view, he, I think he's really excited about um, uh, about playing again and, and and getting some time in the middle and. And no doubt he's got one eye on the ashes. And um, with his experience over there, I, I, I fully expect him to be in the in the conversation for that squad. I mean, everybody's sort of saying it's down to three teams now, but you're not far out. I mean, if, well, obviously the aim is to win the last four games, but you would still be sort of thinking we're we're still a chance to make this final. 
Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we've got a big game here against Queensland. They're, they're one game ahead of us um, uh, on, on the, the ladder. So, you know, if we, if we were to get a result here, then, then things change quickly. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to play for. I mean, I still think as a side where we're going to be building a little bit, you know, with, with our youth. Um, but we, we we have no illusion about you know how much um, talent we have in the squad, um, and hopefully they can you know continue to get some good experience and, and we can emulate the success WA's had you know in the, in a few years time. Uh, the wicket, Maddie Page got it, a result wicket there. Um, you tend to leave a bit of grass on these days, Danny. So uh, <laughs> uh, it'll be a bit tough early, I think, uh, for the for the bats, but. Um, you know, that's why the, the opening bats in the, the big bucks, isn't it? So um, yeah, it's it's uh, it'll be a challenge, no doubt, for the batters at, at times. But um, it'll probably flatten out towards the back end. Finally, speaking of a challenge for the batters, I'm not sure if you've seen images of the Nagpur pitch for the first test in <laughs> India, Chris. But if you're a left-hander, I reckon you're going to be in a a pretty big battle with those Indian spinners because they've left those areas fairly dry a couple of days out from the test. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I don't know what to think about that. I mean, I, I'm all for, you know, maybe leaving them a bit bare at the ends to, to, to bring spinners into it. But when you have it on one side, not the other, that mm. that seems a little bit <clears throat> duplicitous in 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 my uh, in my mind. But um, you know what? That that's, <laughs> that's uh, their prerogative. So um, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. I think if. If you were a spare right-handed bat in the in that squad, you might think I'm I'm half a chance. So um, we'll wait and see. Peter Hanscom might be a chance after all. Your man Scott Boland's likely to play a role. Is he someone who can have an impact in India on those wickets with his stump-to-stump bowling? Yeah, I mean he, he he's, he's a very good exponent of, of reverse swing. Um, it, just because he can, you know, he can be accurate and he can go a little bit both ways with it. So um, he'll bring LBW into the equation. I mean, that's what you can do when you're buying reverse swing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think he'll be... Um, you know what you'll get with him as well. So he'll be reliable. Um, it, it'll be fascinating to see which way they go now and whether they go in with three spinners, which, you know, I have an inkling they might. Particularly if those rough patches uh, are still there mm. on day one of the test. Chris, really appreciate your time. Now you've got another commitment to get to. So thanks for joining us this morning. Good on you guys, thanks for having me. Chris Rogers uh, with us, former West Australian. We shouldn't forget that, we call him a Victorian. Uh, he's the coach these days, he had a great career with Victoria, but he started here in WA. He was born in Sydney, so he's been well-travelled, Chris Rogers, and a uh, good man of Australian cricket.